Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Lena's On A Mission podcast. It may not be morning where you are, but it is morning where I am. And I just want to say good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, I just want to say good day. <laughs> Let's get right into this word. I have so much to say and I don't want the enemy or nothing to distract me or get this word out of my mind. I have been pondering on this for a few weeks and I always have to get in this this space of wanting to speak and, and I have to get out of that space of just always needing to be in a space of speaking because sometimes God needs you to speak. But let's get right into it. All right. I just feel a sense of urgency this morning and I don't know who this word is for, but you may have been going through a space of feeling like what you're doing, who you are, is not good enough. It's not good enough. No matter which way you turn, no matter what you do, it's not good enough. Things are not changing. That voice in your mind is still talking to you. Not nice. It's still telling you things that are not who you really are. And God has been really speaking to me about this word and just about the heart posture. And I don't think a lot of us really understand the importance of the heart posture. I was reading Genesis because for some reason, God consistently keeps taking me back to the beginning. The beginning when he made man, the beginning when he spoke the word, the beginning when he blew breath into all of us, blew breath into man that created humans, that created humanity, that created what he ultimately wanted for this earth. But because of the, the events that occurred with Adam and Eve, listening to that voice, listening to something that was not of God, listening, and I feel that so strongly for somebody, listening to a voice that is not of God, listening to something that seems appealing, listening to something that may seem is right. Sometimes we're listening to ourselves and thinking that our truth is the truth above all. And this is the reason why it's so important for you to get in your word, not to do something religiously, not to do something out of religion, but because we are in a fallen nature, because we have now come into a place that God never intended for us. And I really strongly believe that's why God keeps taking me back to the beginning so I can understand who I am. What my brain, you know, what what he has really called me to do. We get into the politics and the distractions of this world. The prince of this world, which is the enemy, is consistently putting things, trying to place things within you to deter you from the truth, to deter you from who you really are, to deter you from thinking on the right level. And that's the reason why you have to read the word to understand who you really are. You have to read the word to truly change your mindset, to truly stop believing what is not true. Let me get into the heart posture really quick. And I'm going to kind of, I haven't even came up with a name for 
this episode, and I'm not going to even lie, before I started recording, it was a distraction that had me on like, oh, I'm not going to even record this. No, I'm going to record this. This is for somebody. I'm going to be obedient because that's what the enemy does. He don't want, you know, you have a gift and this is for somebody. I'm not speaking to myself. This is for somebody. You have a gift and God has been trying to shut you up. I'm, I'm, I mean, the enemy has been trying to shut you up. The enemy has been trying to shut you up. Don't listen. Listen to what God is telling you to do. Get into your word. You see how he tried to trip my words up just now. The enemy has been trying to shut you up. He has been trying to get you to look at things in a negative light. Get out of that by going to God. Get a good understanding of yourself by going to God. Let me get into the heart posture. I was reading, and I I told you guys this before, I always got tripped up why God blessed Abel and not his brother. I, I couldn't understand what was the difference between the offerings between the two brothers. Why did... Cain, you know, have this jealousy and rage towards his brother. And what was so great about Abel's offering that made God bless Abel? And it was, I wasn't thinking about this in a space of, you know, um, like, you know, a cocky or or a a place of um, wrong thinking. I was truly trying to understand what God wants from us. What is it that you are seeking within us, God? Because it wasn't to put one against the other. It wasn't that the gift was greater than the other. I honestly believe what God was doing in this text and was trying to show to humanity in this text. I strongly believe that Abel's heart posture was towards God. And and Cain I don't believe his heart posture was towards God. And that is because the nature of our environment. You know, I really strongly believe that, you know, Eve ate the apple. We became fallen and there was a curse. And so I believe when she had Cain and Abel, it was like a curse and a a gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really strongly believe that. Cain may have been operating in his nature, by nature, fallen, right? And I believe Abel was operating on a God level, on a higher level. He he probably believed in his heart and his spirit who God had created him to be. And I really feel like this is where we fall, is that it, it is very hard to become who we truly are because of our nature, our sin nature. You know, us being brought into the world after Adam and Eve's, you know, situation of not obeying God, we automatically are brought into a fallen nature. It becomes us. It's like no matter if we sin or not, that we are in sin nature. And all we can do to try to change that is follow God wholeheartedly. Listen to what he is telling us. Keep our eyes, oh my God, stuck on him. Because as soon as we take our eyes off of him, 
the devil is that he's trying to get our attention with so many things, so many distractions, things are going on, things are going wrong. And we, we look at those things more than the glory of God, more than who God is trying to tell us who we are. And so heart posture has been in my spirit for a few weeks and I didn't know how I wanted to talk about it. And I honestly felt like, you know, the enemy probably didn't want me to talk about it because I was like, it's, this was in my spirit, but for some reason I didn't want to speak. I truly believe that God looks at the heart when it comes to what we do here on this earth. Whether that's being good to people, he looks at the heart while we while we are being good to people. Are we genuinely being kind or do we think this is something we have to do be, to become blessed? Are we genuinely following God or are we after his gifts? Are we truly doing things from the right heart posture? Are we? In order to truly live the life that we have been called to live. I now understand why God rejected Cain offering and accepted Abel's. I really truly believe he was looking at the heart posture. I really truly believe this. I was listening to a a creator the other day and I really really like this creator this girl is on fire you know she I love the things that she teaches about I love what she has going on I love the way she thinks and and she was saying the other day and it just really brought me to myself and just the thoughts sometimes that we have in our mind that is just really crushing to our dreams really crushing to our self-esteem really crushing to what God has called us to be And she was saying, you know, I don't feel comfortable giving people advice. I don't feel comfortable, you know, basically flying high because I struggle with with, what you guys struggle with. You know, sometimes I don't know the answers and sometimes I'm just as confused as you guys, you know. And sometimes I deal with imposter syndrome and sometimes imposter syndrome wins. And all I could think about because... I I had to face it. Like, this is something I've dealt with my whole life, imposter syndrome. And I, I, as I listen to her, because it's so good, you know, when you deal with things within, it's hard to see your situation from the outside. So I believe God always sends somebody. He tries to show you something from a lens of the outside versus looking within sometimes when it comes to the things that we struggle with. Sometimes he lets you see something in somebody else that may struggle with what you struggle with to see it from another perspective. And when I was looking at what she was saying and I was listening to her and I was like thinking to myself like, please don't stop doing what you're doing. Cause she was saying, you know, I I haven't been creating cause I've just been in a space of, you know, in a funk. Because I know I'm doing good, but then I keep thinking about days that I don't have good days and things, you know, some things that I do do and where I've come from, you know, and where I am now. And I was thinking to myself, like, please keep going. I I wanted to tell her that, like, please keep going because you don't understand that you are changing people's lives. What you're saying is helping people, no matter what you may be thinking within, maybe, you know, you may think like, oh, you're not in this position to tell people, but God places different people, not so you could be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. And that's the thing with us as humans is that we think we have to put on this perfect persona. We think we have to fake it. We don't have to fake it to make it. 
We really don't know that that saying has been out there, but we don't. We can come authentically. We can grow with people. As we speak, we can be growing too. doesn't mean that we have all our stuff together. And to be honest, people can relate to you more so when you don't have this perfect image. I can relate to somebody who has fallen but keep getting up. I can relate to somebody who may be struggling with what I'm struggling with, but refuses to stay there and is teaching me how to get up out of that. But the enemy tries so very hard to diminish our self-esteem, our confidence, our confidence in Christ, our new ways of thinking, our, our ways of trying to get out of a rut, our ways of trying to become better. He, he keeps trying to keep you trapped. It was a sermon I heard this morning. I said I needed to hear that. It was talking about your dreams. You know how sometimes you feel like you're not good enough to go after them dreams. Go after them dreams. If you keep dreaming about it, it's your dream. It's something that you're supposed to be doing. Do not let imposter syndrome win. We need your dreams. We need you as an individual. We need what you have. God has placed something in you. To give to the world, we need it. Sometimes we think, oh, you know, I'm not in a position to speak on certain things. You are. If it's in your spirit to speak, speak. We have come accustomed to living underneath our means. I know we hear this saying so much about don't live above your means. And sometimes you have to, to shoot higher. Let me take a sip of my coffee really quickly. You have to shoot higher. We cannot keep living beneath our means. We cannot keep listening to the print of this world voice. We have to distinguish what is coming from God and what is coming from Satan. And the way you distinguish that is if it's telling you to go higher, that's the word of God. That is God speaking to you. But if it's trying to tell you to stay comfortable and stay beneath who you know God has called you to be, that is of the devil. You may hear some music, guys. I'm sorry, in the background. The enemy just busy. <laughs> He's just like trying to distract. But you know, you have to live the way God wants you to live. In order to see true change in your life. It's not about religion. It's not about following oh, who wrote the Bible. It's a white man Bible. It's not. No, no, no. You need to get into a relationship with God on your own. Seek a personal relationship with God each and every day. We need to study the word. Not to do what someone has told us to do or just do something out of superstition or whatever else we may have on our mind. But to think on the level we were created on. And that is above and not beneath. He created a, oh my God. He keeps taking me to the beginning of the Bible. Genesis, read it. Because I'm like, God, I know this already. Why do you keep taking me? But every time he takes me back to the beginning, I get something new out of it. He speaks to you. Whatever he's, he's telling you to go back to when it comes to 
getting into his word and really understanding what he's trying to tell you. He wants us to see the value in us. He took time to create us. He blew life into dust and we became. His words were spoken over the earth and things were created. He wants us to understand our value. And so when we get in a rut, when we get into a depression, when we get into a space of feeling unworthy, he wants us to understand that is not who I created you to be. And you have to understand that when Adam and Eve ate that apple and things change, that's what the devil wants you to believe. And this is why God tries so desperately hard every day to speak to us. To deter us to go the right way when we want to go the wrong way. When your intuition is speaking, that's God speaking to you. That's the Holy Spirit pushing you. When he brought his only begotten son here to die for our sins, that ain't just because we can be out here living out. He is trying to save us from this fallen nature that he never intended for us. He is trying to get us back to our roots. When he spoke life into you, I created you in a likeliness, in the image of him. You are a piece of him. You are a part of him. Not of Satan, of him. The, the enemy always tries to get you to second guess yourself. You know, when you get that great idea, that, that, that dream, when you really want to start working on your dream, and then all of a sudden you have a day, oh, no, I'm not good enough. Oh, no, they ain't going to listen to me. Oh, no. That's, when, that's him. Just like when, when Eve was going about her business, I'm sure she was, you know, probably in a beautiful space. And then here come the serpent. You sure God told you not to eat from? We got to God. To fight that urge to do things that we know is not coming from God. We know it. We know it. We know that certain things is beneath our means. We know it. We know a lot of things are, are beneath who we are. When we act on certain situations, when we do things that we don't want to do. How, like, I, I believe it was, was it Peter or was it Paul? It may have been Paul that say. I do things that I don't want to do, but don't do the things that I want to do. That's the enemy. He don't want you to do what's right. And he will plant seeds in your mind to make you think the way you're thinking is right. That what you're doing is right. That everybody is out to get you and you're the only one that's right. No. Our nature is fallen and we need God's word to bring us up. We are not thinking right when we think in our own nature because it is falling. So we have to reach higher to elevate and change our minds, to change our, the way we live. Doesn't mean that we won't go through things, but we will fly above it if we have the word. The word is our milk and honey. The word is our strength. When you're in a depression, you're supposed to be looking for strength. And the way you look for strength is in God and in his word and getting on your knees and praying and asking God to forgive you and bring you up out of whatever it is that you're going through. You have to fight. This is not a religious thing. This is truth. This is power. This is our life. 
the enemy will try to get you to believe that rock bottom is the end. But that's where God does his best work in you. Once you come to this place, you know how when everything starts falling apart in your life and and you get triggered because in, in your mind you always thought you was going to lose everything and you always thought you didn't deserve what you what you have and all of these things. Because you know that's how the devil play on your mind. That's how that's where triggers and things come from, right? So however you was raised, if your mama left you, your daddy left you, and you start getting good things, and then all of a sudden you do things to sabotage it because you don't know how to keep a good thing because that's never happened to you in your life. So your thoughts and all that start telling you, oh, see, I told you that wasn't going to Those are all tactics right because because the enemy use you against you and i'm gonna say that again the the enemy will use you against you and that's why people say oh don't put so much on the devil don't know because sometimes it's you doing yes he works through you (laughs) and that's why you have to have to Get yourself embedded in God's word. You have to have to each and every morning get in his word because that is a lamp in the darkness. That is a lamp for your day. When you wake up and you don't feel so great, open that Bible. Oh, my God. I was reading this uh, the other morning because I've been going back and forth from... Daniel, and I'm going to talk to you guys about Daniel too. Ooh, I, I got a revelation with reading Daniel, but I've been going back and forth from Daniel to Genesis. And it says in Genesis, like when God was creating everything and, and it was a void on the earth before he started creating, creating everything in the first, one of the first things he did was create a light. Like I, I need light. And the enemy wants you to stay in that darkness And it's like, you have to have to get in a word because that's your light. That's your, your, your lamp in a dark place. You need it. And as much as we feel like we ain't got time for it, you know, oh, this is something religious. I don't know if I believe it. And you need light. You need his word to make it in this world. You cannot make it in this world without God. I don't care how you try to twist and turn it. I don't care what you, what you try to go to. I don't care if you like, oh, I'm just a spiritual. You got to go to God. God created the earth. No other God has created the earth. Only God, Jesus Christ. And I want to be real specific when I talk about God. Jesus Christ. Because some people may not know what God I'm talking I'm talking about Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus. Allow God to lift you higher than your fallen nature. Your dreams need you. Who he has created you to be. You know how we talk about that inner child? That inner child needs you. Because that inner child knows something about you that your older self is searching for. That's that spirit. That that childlike nature. That's what it says in the Bible. Like God wants us to, to praise and worship him from that childlike nature. Because that's that innocent nature. That's that, that, that nature of believing. Before it got all contaminated with growing up and dealing with different things. And, you know, he wants you to be in that space of receptive, 
openness, understanding that he is guiding you. He will guide you if you allow him to. Whatever the enemy tried to destroy you with, God will turn that situation around. Sometimes we do get we get caught up in God. Why did you let this happen? God don't then ain't let nothing happen. Right? And if he did let something happen, it's for his good. Meaning that thing gonna change turn around in your life. You still gonna come out on top. The life that we live, God did not intend this fallen nature. And so there's things that may happen that he never intended to happen. And that's why we have to go to him. We got to get saved. We got to do what's right. Because basically he's going to do this whole thing over uh, over again. And this time, Satan ain't going to be able to come and try to sway you into eating from that apple. This time around, it ain't going to be like that. And that's why you need to get right, right now, while you're living. Don't give in to what the devil is trying to tell you is truth because his truth is lies. It look like truth. It may be shiny, but it's not truth. Get into your word. Do what your heart has been telling you to do. Follow your dreams. Don't let negative thoughts come into your mind and, and, and steal from you. Haven't you been stolen from enough? You deserve to have the life that God intended for you to have. Stop stealing from yourself. Allowing the enemy to use you against you. It's time to live above the means of this world. Above the prince of this world, because the prince of this world is the, is the enemy. Live above him. He's scared of that, but do it anyway in his face. He's so scared of that because he knows a lot more than what you know. He knows that his time is short. And he knows if you go above him, it's over. It's over for him. Like in the Bible it says, Resist him and he will flee. Because he can't tempt you if you don't let him. Allow him to. If you consistently keep your mind on God, even when things are breaking down and shattering in your life, keep following and trusting God and watch your world change. Because sometimes you need a rock bottom, right? To see who you are, to see who God is, to see what you was really brought here to do. A rock bottom is nothing but an elevator to the top telling you. Don't get discouraged at rock bottom. Get motivated. Get encouraged. That's why I say don't weep when things start going wrong. Oh, don't get sad. Because it don't last. Weeping may endure for a night, but in the morning, joy comes in the morning. Keep going. Keep going. And that's all I have for you, babies. You have a beautiful, blessed week. God loves you. God loves you. I promise you he do. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray over you guys. Amen. I love you guys. Mm-hmm.